I'm Huey, the Comic Half Squatch, and High Commander of the Blaster Stash of Comic Book Review Show on YouTube. And I support Gen X Grown Up through Patreon. You can too by going to patreon.com slash Gen X Grown Up. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up podcast listeners, to this backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown Up podcast. I'm John. Joining me, as always, is Mo. Hey, everybody. And George is here. Hey, how's it going, guys? You know, as a kid, growing up as a Generation Xer, one of the best ways to spend a rainy Saturday afternoon was to tune to your local UHF station for a monster movie marathon. Oh, yeah. And Godzilla was the reigning king of the movie monsters. Absolutely. In this episode, you'll learn everything you ever wanted to know and more <laughs> about everyone's favorite prehistoric nuclear lizard, Godzilla. This is uh, probably going to be Mo's favorite backtrack we've ever done. Godzilla, oh, you, I am so excited. You're such a super fan of Godzilla. <laughs> I am aren't so, you? so excited. I mean, I got such memories of like, we had the 4.30 movie in New York, which was like the afternoon right? between like after game shows, before news. And when they had Monster Week, it was every day, 4.30, a different monster movie. Oh, that was Mo like- was like a pig in shit. He's like, bring on the monsters. Bring <laughs> that on the was Godzilla. good times. That was the, the best of times, let me tell you. All right, all right. Put a pin in that. We're right. going to get to Godzilla in just a second, but we're going to kick the show off with some fourth listener email, a really cool one that just came in from a fourth listener named Evo. Wow, cool name. Evo, wow. So he friends with Wally? <laughs> that's Eva. Wally. Oh, Eva. Sorry. No, that's Eva. That's Close. his girlfriend. Evo, Eva. Yes. <laughs> no, Evo's subject line was European fourth listener. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. All right. So Evo writes in and says, hey guys, my name is Evo and I wanted to send you best regards from the Netherlands. Oh, hey. hey. We've got a couple of people over in the Nordic countries. I'm a big fan of your Backtrack podcast and I usually listen to them while taking the necessary walks to get some exercise between watching 80s movies, playing 80s computer games, and playing around with 80s gadgets and computers. Sounds like us. I mean, that's what we do. That's, yeah. the same thing. <laughs> that's right in our wheelhouse. Every single one of those. Just things. a little bit warmer when we do it. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit. American pop culture in the 80s played a significant role in how I experienced my childhood, even though I'm on the other side of the planet. Our home didn't get a VCR or cable TV till the 90s. Mm. But the very few channels we had in the 80s were filled with content that every Gen X kid would go apeshit for. <laughs> A-Team, Knight Riders, mm. uh, Ghostbusters, Saturday morning cartoons, oh, all that kind of awesome. stuff. That stuff was all over the world. My wife had the same thing in the Philippines. Like really? Did she? I asked her, yep. what was your favorite American TV show? The A-Team. Really? The A-Team? Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. Yep. Same in the Netherlands. Yeah, all over. Evo goes on to say, we went out and played our own adventures, fighting over who got to be Hannibal, Murdoch, or B.A. <laughs> the loser ended up being Face. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dirk Benedict. He never That's got any awesome. respect. No respect at all. We didn't learn English until the age of 11 or 12, and still, it was American TV and movies that defined even that. No matter how hard our English teachers taught us British English, TV shows and movies has always been subtitled in the Netherlands. We heard so much American English that many Gen X kids from the Netherlands grew up learning to speak English with an American accent. I pity the fool. Nice. <laughs> is, is that an American accent? I pity the fool. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure that's representative of the American dialect. Yeah, but it could probably be. not. Probably uh, not. He went on, he had a lot of topics. He, this was a long email. So just a, a subset of it. He talks about Poltergeist and Back to the Future, Commodore 64, Atari 2600, all of our stuff. Great. Uh, and he says, those are topics I would gladly leave to you guys because you do such an awesome job discussing them. Oh, thanks, Evo. Uh, we have never met 
yet and probably never will, but when I listen to your Backtrack podcast, it always feels like I'm sharing childhood memories with a bunch of close friends. Oh, Thank wow. you for keeping that childhood and all of those fond memories alive. You're quite that's, welcome, and we thank you for the wow, kind words. That, that's, that's fantastic. That's amazing. Thank that's you. That's great. Uh, and I'm going to try this last bit, Evo. Here we go. As I would say in Dutch, in hartjik groot van julvierd liskergar, which means, I'm sure I murdered that. I apologize. <laughs> which means you have jelly beans stuck in your teeth? Is that what that means? <laughs> probably. Kind greetings from your fourth listener, Evo. Uh, that awesome. is awesome. <laughs> you know, thank Evo, you, actually, Evo. if you could send us a video recording of how that's supposed to sound. <laughs> What's it supposed to sound like? Tell me, I butchered it. We'll see what it's supposed to sound uh, like. No, yeah, I mean, we'll... it was an admirable attempt. I wouldn't even gotten that far, John. So, no, it was an attempt. Uh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate your kindness, but we know that it sucks. I can't wait till he becomes a Patreon and then records one of those plugs at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> and that's do it in awesome. Dutch. Just yeah, do it. yeah, that's I what I'm it. saying. That'd be cool. Thank you again, Evo, for writing in. We love that you did. We love every time one of our fourth listeners takes the time to write in. If you would like your email featured here on the show, just hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. We read every single one, and most of them make the show just like Evo's. All right, Mo, I'm not going to ask you if you're ready. I know that you are. Oh, George, you ready, ready to let Mo talk about Godzilla? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there's no choice, really, since we're doing a Godzilla <laughs> yeah, episode. We're doing this. So we might as well record it. It's going to yeah. happen. You guys can mute. That's fine. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts. It will shock you. It will rock you. It'll blow you away. Okay, maybe not. It's Godzilla. The WB11 Godzilla Thon. And if size matters, get a load of the length. 16 amazing hours of monster munching mayhem. See the movie, then see the marathon. The WB11 Godzilla Thon. We selected Godzilla for the topic of this backtrack. Not accidentally, we actually picked it months and months and months ago to correspond with the release of Godzilla vs. King Kong. Oh, hmm. oh, I can't wait. And, and then the pandemic <laughs> oh, happened. I know, yeah. And then it got delayed, oh. and it got delayed. But finally, finally, the monster versus monster movie we've been waiting for for what feels like five years mm -hmm. is going to be released here at the end of March 2021. And I am ready. I am too. It's going to get delayed again. Oh, shut up. No, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> you. The tickets are on sale. That's right. That means it's going to happen because they wouldn't do I've refunds. seen sporting events with that same thing. Tickets go on sale. Oops, sorry. We're moving <laughs> it no, six months. No, no. Careful. Someone might like hear to you. Request no, 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 no. It's not happening. <laughs> so finally, Kong versus Godzilla happening here at the end of March. Mm -hmm. And so finally, we got around to doing our Godzilla themed backtrack. God, what torture this was. 
was just waiting and waiting. I was prepped. I was ready. Mo had his research ready. So yes. Mo, would you like to talk about Godzilla? You know, <laughs> it's hard to know where to start. No, absolutely. I mean, Godzilla, no monster has had staying power like Godzilla. I mean, let's just face it, right? The original, his first appearance came in 1954, okay? Before any of us were born, right? Yep. Yep. Long before even I was born, George. That makes him not a Gen <laughs> X monster, so we don't have to talk about him on the podcast. <laughs> Can we just hey. move on to the next subject? Thanks, everybody, for tuning into the show. <laughs> but... But he was, oh, he was, he, come on, he was totally like part of my growing up. I know that. Mine too. Yeah. Fair that too. Jones mentioned yeah. like Saturday rainy days. Uh, somehow, if it was a rainy day, there was a monster. Movie. I don't know how they planned it. I, I don't know yep. if there's some weird juxtaposition of whatever. But it's like the guy in programming was also talking to the meteorologist. It it's be. gonna rain. Time for Godzilla. Godzilla versus I don't know Camelzilla or whatever weird monster up against. <laughs> oh you my to god. Fight we'll this get into that later. <laughs> okay. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the original original Godzilla movie, or he did probably years and years and decades ago. Probably not I'm the sure. whole thing. Probably segments, but okay. I think the first one I saw was the one that was like Americanized or whatever. Yeah. Because I remember they had a reel-to-reel, like a old film copy at the local library, and we checked it out and checked out a projector. Oh, wow. And brought that over. Wow. To the little middle school that we had. I, that's the first one I remember seeing. Probably around nine years old or so. Oh, wow. If you do get the opportunity to see the actual original Godzilla, it was actually ex- an extremely serious movie. And it wasn't really comical at all. Even the Godzilla, because it was all black and white. And even the Mm -hmm. Godzilla and the costume and stuff, they didn't do a whole lot of shots with Godzilla in it. They did enough to kind of do the effects and stuff. But it was about nuclear power and how it's going to kill us and destroying nature. So it was was more like a morality tale about the Cold War kind of thing. About the Cold War. And then, of course, America got their hands on it. They spliced (laughs) in some weird random clips with Raymond Burr of all people huh, and they, really? it, yeah they actually added clips of him just talking to the air basically <laughs> and they, basically they said here's the American version of this movie you know then they realized that oh my god kids really like watching giant monsters destroy cities because mm-hmm. that's what kids are yeah they're giant monsters destroying their Lego block cities <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah yep and so then it was all I would like to say downhill it was a little downhill some uphill mostly uphill mm-hmm. but you know it had his ups and downs there's some definitely some losers in there but that started the whole trend from that point forward. So I always, I just joked in the opening that he's a giant radioactive prehistoric lizard, but mm-hmm. is, is that what he actually is? What he, they, what was he created? How was he made? He was actually kind of based on, well, back then what they thought dinosaurs looked like, you know, because remember okay. the old yeah. T-Rex yeah. the ones with yeah. the short arms and all that stuff. And right. they mm-hmm. kind of took it from that. Back before Steven Spielberg corrected everybody's vision of dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, even he missed the feathers. Come on. Now. Right. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> And the funny thing is that even the name Godzilla, the urban myth, I don't know what you want to call it, about how the name came about, was that there was a guy who worked on the set who was like this huge dude, that his name was basically combined the word for gorilla and Kojira, which is the word for whale. And that was his nickname. Gorilla whale? Yeah, gorilla whale. I, I kid you not. And That's the original, not an insult at all. <laughs> well, the original <laughs> concept of it was actually the first costume was even more of a gorilla-like kind of creature. And they looked at that and said, okay, that is even stupider than what we imagined. So let's change the and then they came up with the Godzilla suit that we all know and love. Kind of more what we see now, which is that yep. kind of rubberized. Yeah, it's kind of whatever. like a T-Rex crossed with a Stegosaurus, right? Yeah, sort of kind that, of. Yes. It's a yep. T-Rex. He's standing up with the shorter arms, but he's got those big, giant, spiky Spiny things thingies. on yep. his back. Yep. Big plates yeah. on his back. And why is he always dancing? He's always excited. He's like, oh, I'm so excited when he blows down <laughs> a, a building or he breathes <laughs> well, fire. Would you, if you knocked a building down, uh, yeah. wouldn't you be excited? Come on. Come on. All right. Yep. 
Point made. Okay, I would dance too <laughs> if I was able to knock down a building. I'd be pretty proud yeah, of myself. Yeah, it'd be right. pretty awesome. But over time, I mean, they've in Japan, Toho, which is the studio that makes the Godzilla movies in Japan, they've made 32 of these suckers. <laughs> and that even sounds low. There have been more than just 32 from them, or there have been 32 Godzilla from movies? The, well, 32 just from them. Just from them. Yeah, yep. okay. And then there were four American ones that were made. There's only been four American ones? Yep, that's it. Wow. And so look, since Godzilla first came out, a Godzilla movie has come out on average every 1.8 years. <laughs> so, Oh, which isn't bad. You know, that's even more no. so than James Bond or anybody else that you can think of. I can't think of a franchise that that prolific and that regular at all. Yeah, the no. only yep. one that would come close would be Bond. I would think, right? Mm-hmm. So, or something yeah. along those lines for sure. Yep. I mean, I think it's pretty awesome. And then he said, and then of course they had the American one, the one with Matthew Broderick, and that was just awful. I liked Matthew Broderick with Godzilla. <laughs> I didn't hate that one. I, didn't, I, mean, <laughs> I know Mo hated it because it was Godzilla. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just hated the fact that Godzilla was hiding in New York city <laughs> like oh we can't find him i'm like oh come on <laughs> really i've been places in new york city Godzilla where i might have been lost. scared of new york city i'd be hiding from there that's a scary place coming over from japan you're a foreigner you don't know what the laws are of course you're gonna hide mo he was actually scared because he knew that's kong stomping ground he really didn't want to get, oh, get really? caught yeah. in, i mean Manhattan. you knew what was coming i mean come on everyone <laughs> saw right. it you know it's been building up to this <laughs> you know you'll step in somebody else's turf and you expect that kind of happen over time it's like even the Godzilla as a creature, you know, I mean, he's gone from, uh, they say, oh, he's 150 feet high, which is 15 stories. It's not yeah. mm-hmm. small. So now he's like over a thousand <laughs> <Small>. feet. <laughs> you know? I was going to ask about that because I have always seen him in like all these different scales, right? Sometimes yeah. in the Japanese movies, like literally a building is the size of his foot and he just steps on it. And mm-hmm. But then other times I see him and he's almost climbing buildings and biting chunks out of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. What's the reasoning behind that? It's just whoever was making the movie? Just I, Yeah, it's just whoever, whatever worked better. You know, I don't think there was any rhyme or reason on it, to be honest, at the time, especially after the first one. So we have this current iteration of monster films that have been very popular in America lately. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the one at the end of the month that... We know is going to get delayed, even though Mo and John have already bought their No, no, no. Quit it. God, you're going to jinx us. If it happens, man, I'm coming over there. (laughs) In the car. You made it happen. You made it happen. (laughs) But in this one, how big is Godzilla and how big is King Kong? Because I was thinking there's no contest. I know John really loves King Kong, but a thousand foot versus a guy who has to climb Mm -hmm. the Empire State Building, he's getting stomped no matter how strong he is. King Kong, apparently in the new iteration of King Kong, he was still growing, right? He was, he so was still the Sam Jackson movie where yeah. they and that was back, on And that was 40 years ago. Yeah, and that was 40 okay. years ago. That was back in the 60s when that was done, right? Technically. That's the, the timeline of that one, okay. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. now it's, he's at 40 years, they get bigger, so... Plus, I saw the trailer, he has an axe, so, I mean, come on, it's cool. Yeah, yeah I guess he's using <laughs> tools now, so... <laughs> it's gonna be cool, I don't care. Giant monsters, how can you go wrong? This is like with John and Puppets. I mean, you can't go wrong with giant <laughs> monsters. You have to. And what about that crazy, like, weird scream that he has. Oh, that, I know. Rah! Yeah, that's like, uh, yeah. Did, did that start in the beginning or did that evolve yeah. a little over time? Did it? They had that right, already? No, that, that was right from the beginning. They were trying to come up with an iconic sound. Like, what does a giant monster sound like? they had no idea what to do with right. it. Yeah. Like a giant sis. <laughs> yeah, that'd just be like, although one of the other creatures did have that, but yeah, not Godzilla. Look out, here comes the gorilla whale. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have the same impact, does it? No. They basically rub pine tar over a double bass string and to make that sound.
Oh, that's like like screeching. Yeah. Creak. Oh. So a double bass, the musical instrument. Yes. And then mm-hmm. they just rub pine tar over the strings and drag the bow across. Yep. And made that sound. Wow. So back then you had to get creative, right? It reminds me of it was a Lucasfilm who was going out and like oh my God, banging yeah. on guy wires and yeah. stuff to make weird noises. Just find something creative and who knows what it's going to sound like. It's unique. So whatever it sounds like is the right sound. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's, it's unique and it's kind of like it, it grates on your ears some and it could sound like a monster. Yeah. I mean, yeah. once right. you put it to a visual and nobody's ever heard it before, you can make anything that sound. That's right? the sound exactly. of Godzilla. That's his voice. <laughs> and it's pretty iconic and it's kind of stuck around too, I think. Okay. So you said there are a bunch, a bunch of movies. Yes. So if you would, I think in the next segment, we need to run down the history of those Godzilla movies. Are you prepared to do that with us? Do you, do you have that kind of knowledge? <laughs> oh, that's my fake laugh in case anyone's Foolish mortal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network. What can you do? Tempt his tummy. Tempt your tummy? With the taste of nuts and honey? Honey Nut Cheerios combines golden honey with crunching nuts. Part of this complete breakfast. Try him! He loves a boot. He's going home! The bigger they are, the harder they fall for Honey Nut Cheerios. All right, let's get into this. Here's a little bit about the history of the Godzilla movies, in case you guys didn't know. And this is for the the Godzilla aficionado who would know these kind of things, like the average person. Was he like a wine taster? The Godzilla (laughs) aficionado? This Godzilla tastes just right with a little funky aftertaste. Yes, exactly. (laughs) They're actually kind of broken up into four eras of movies. I only know that because I looked at Wikipedia before we started this podcast. Okay, there you go. See, knowledge is power. (laughs) <laughs> and, so, and the names were some like some of the well, actually the emperors of Japan at the time for the first couple, and then they switched later. Ah, okay. So the early ones, which was the Showa era, which was fifty four to seventy five, so that was a very long period of time. Then the Heisei era, which went from 84 to 95. Then they had a break. And then they had what they called the millennium, you know, the 2000s. So that went from 1999 to 2004. So that's our Matthew Broderick film fits in there, right? Uh, actually, no. Those, he fits in the other one, the right? The American films do not count to those. No, they're not part of this. Uh, even. No. Just, this is we just don't even get Japanese to come to the party. Ones. Yeah. We didn't get an invite. Okay. Right. Right. Exactly. And then the Rewa, which is the 2016 to present. Each one of those eras, they kind of rebooted Godzilla. They had like a first just Godzilla movie. They kind of head them off. Okay. All right. So you think of it, each one kind of did a reboot, like Godzilla got like, you know, bigger and got mean and he different powers and, and different ad, kind of approaches to them. Different drop kicks he could do. Exactly. Because, <laughs> I mean, come on, that's pretty awesome. Then the, they kind of say the TriStar era is what they call it, which is all the American films basically put together, uh, which is the TriStar and the legendary movies, which are the new, new ones, like the King Kong that just came out mm-hmm. and the Godzilla. So and all are those stuff. separate groups or the same group? It's funny because they kind of say like, yeah, we've got the TriStar, which people, the Matthew Broderick movie, right. which people are like, uh, you know, it's kind of like the you know last Airbender. People just want to forget about it. How many movies uh, were in that group? If you separated out, just okay. There was Matthew Broderick's, and then there was another. They, they, Matthew they, they did one? another monster movie. I even forget the title of that one. It was terrible. <laughs> no, <laughs> apparently, 
Don't worry about that one. When the Godzilla aficionado says, I don't even remember the title, you know your movie sucked. Yeah, that was awful. It has been dismissed. That was really bad. Yep. But then the legendary ones, which to me are awesome. I think they just did a, just a complete revamp. They made it modern. The, the Is it King just Kong. me or are they kind of taking a page out of the Marvel book where they they started early on trying to weave a universe, yeah. even in that first one, weren't they? They oh, were yeah, kind of yeah. saying, you know, oh, yeah. we found some more, right? Yeah, in the King Kong movie they did. Somebody had a lunch with Kevin Feige right. and said, hey, right? how do we make this successful? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, here, you do this and you do this and you do this. And that's where they're right, at. Try to build on things on top of each other. Don't yeah. do it like they tried to do the, the monsters, the, uh, <laughs> what was the mummy movie. Right, did that even oh. happen? Yeah, did that even happen? <laughs> that didn't pan out. No, they just they just stopped it. No, just the just the mummy one. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was Tom Cruise, wasn't it? Yeah, still it did. Did. No, absolutely not. Mm. Now all of these mo mm-hmm. the early ones especially. You know, when I think of early Godzilla stuff and the Saturday raining we talked about, you know, sitting oh, and watching yeah. the black and white stuff. Even when you go to like Ultraman, which no, wasn't no. Godzilla, but it yeah. was kaiju and his giant absolutely. monster stuff. I feel like they were unintentionally funny, but then like they decided to kind of make them intentionally funny. They sort of leaned into it, I think, at some point. It's like that Batman camp yeah. almost they started to play yeah, it's off like of. their audience changed. Like I said, the original one was really, like I said, it was meant to be kind of a talk about nuclear power and destroying the environment and how the environment will take revenge, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after they started making the movies after that, I mean, come on, let's face it. The guy's in a 200 pound Godzilla suit, smashing models uh, and stuff. Yeah, and it, it can only look so good. Exactly. Yeah. And at some point mm-hmm. they're like, okay, we're just going to sort of lean into that. And then you got like the baby Godzilla they threw in there and, you know, some of the other monsters in there. Right. Which is just ridiculously looking. Scrappy Doo <laughs> exactly. and all the other extras. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was just curious because I know in Japan, I've watched a lot of documentaries about films and stuff that I like that come out of Japan or cross mm-hmm. over to Japan. And over there, it seems that the driving force behind a lot of the major TV shows or motion pictures is, can we build a toy that can sell to kids? Yeah. Is that kind of what happened with Godzilla as well? I think it became that. Okay. It wasn't, it didn't start that way, but after a while, you know, the marketing arm got a hold of it. Yeah. And Godzilla, I mean, look how many things around, we'll get into this later, that you see Godzilla or Godzilla kind of references or talks. I mean, it's everywhere. It's it's so much part of the culture. Right. Yeah. It permeates pop culture. I mean, that's- Exactly. To your defense fence when George was tackling not even a good topic for Gen X is that Godzilla by the time it became super popular it was everywhere in our toys yeah. and comics and cartoons oh, and it everything was, it wasn't was. it? we had a oh, yeah. movie theater in my neighborhood that you know, on Saturdays would do like remember the days you go in and you pay one price and there's like five different movies running and just sit as long oh, as you yeah. wanted yeah. and mm-hmm. they had like the Bruce Lee movies yeah. or they had the mm-hmm. and they used to have the monster movie thing and you know you get up you watch some of it you leave you come back that kind of thing so they definitely lead into the whole kid thing the last time I went to one of those theaters it was because the Ghostbusters film had just come out and they were playing in a loop so I sat and watched Ghostbusters then I had to sit through the Apple Dumpling Gang and then I got to watch <laughs> Ghostbusters again <laughs> it was worth wow, it wow what a that was a change of direction wasn't it <laughs> Don Knotts Western thing yeah but it was worth it to see Ghostbusters again so. we gotta have some time to rewind the film what can we throw up there what's in the back vault yeah you sitting over in the corner here we go give people time to go to the bathroom so Toho was the is the only Japanese film company ever to make Godzilla movies Oh, and okay. said they made 32 of them. And yep. of those 32, only four of them were really made U.S. versions. Like they actually changed some of the stuff in them. They actually tried to make them more Americanized, appeal to the American audience. So does audiences. that mean they released a Japanese version and then re-released an American yep, version? that's exactly what they did. Ah, okay. So not just dubbed, like they did more than just dub it? Oh, yeah. Some of them for sure. Really? Uh, the original okay. Godzilla King of Monsters, that's the, one of my favorites, just so you know, because it has like all like five or six different monsters in it. And it's awesome. It had like a lot of political <laughs> themes 
So they do is they took out all the political stuff and they had to somehow tie it into the original Godzilla movie that they Americanized. So they yeah. put scenes with Raymond Burr again. Yeah. <laughs> so they did Raymond was, Burr twice? Yeah. They brought him was back. Was he just a popular Godzilla guy or something? How did he know. go Maybe he from Godzilla to Raymond no Burr? Idea. Does he look like Godzilla? I can't remember. <laughs> he look I, like, I have no idea why he looked like him. a gorilla whale. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but they wanted to somehow tie it to the original one so people would think ah. that like some sort of continue. Oh, like, so it's like bring back that character. Right. So use him he again. Was, so he's connected. Same character. And so, which was like ridiculous. But, you know, they did that. And then everyone knows King Kong versus Godzilla, the original. Mm, Who won? Who won in that one? Okay, so one of the things is that there was an urban myth. (laughs) Funny you should mention that. Listen to him qualifying. Well, the thing with that one is... Um, actually... (laughs) Sounds like Kong won and he's making excuses. (laughs) So they changed some of the dialogue, but there was this urban myth going around with that one that the American version, King Kong wins, and the Japanese version, Godzilla wins. And that's actually not true. (laughs) Oh, okay. So it's the same winner in both films? Well, kind of. I mean, Godzilla wins. I mean, King Kong wins, I mean, because you see him swimming away. Yeah, he does. Boy, he, even the Freudian slips, he still can't say. <laughs> I know. He can't bring himself to say <laughs> the Godzilla no, lost. Say, no, um, King Kong wins because you see at the end they fall in the water and King Kong's swimming away. Right. That's the way it ends in Bolsom. But unless you see a body, he's not dead. But they're not dead dead. Just he won that battle. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so the ending yeah. is King Kong and Godzilla, they're fighting it out. Yep. They both fall in the water. King Kong swims away. Yes. And we don't see Godzilla. And you don't see Godzilla. And that's again. what people have determined or have used to determine that King Kong won. Yes. To me, King Kong's the coward there. He's running away. Godzilla's in his home. He comes from the water. I think he just went back home after he kicked King Kong's ass, it sounds I don't like. King Kong, maybe he got smart. He's like, oh, crap, water. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm out of here, dude. You know, and he left. I mentioned how they kind of did some reboots. They did a Godzilla movie back in 76 that they actually colorized it because the original was black and white. Oh, they took the original and colorized yep. it. And then they took some, uh, like, newsreel footage from World War II to, like, for the battle <laughs> scenes. It was Look it was, how terrible things are during the Godzilla fight. And, and it was so... I mean, <laughs> All these they, soldiers. But they use actual real battle like real newsreel stuff real newsreel yeah. stuff which is kind of i don't know just something when wrong was with that. the jeff bridges king <laughs> kong there was a wasn't that around the late 70s that, well, yeah 76 76 yep. i wonder if those were influenced by each other or something because no, the be. way you're describing that makes it sound like maybe it looks a little bit like the jeff bridges film yeah, did. it could yeah absolutely and then in 85 there was a movie called godzilla 1985 you know original title very clever yeah <laughs> and that one they americanized but that one they actually changed a lot of the scenes they just did a rehatchet job on that one because they shortened it by a lot because apparently, you know, Americans don't have long attention spans, which we don't. <laughs> so, you know, I, th- I think I know the answer to this question, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. So I want to ask. So do you have any idea what is the attitude of Japanese film goers toward these Americanized versions? Like, you know, we just heard Evo talk at the beginning of the show that they like Americanized pop culture. Mm-hmm. Do they also consume these as like a different film or are those kind of like eschewed as like, oh, that doesn't count. It's not real. It, it, they're like not the real thing. It's not the real thing. So they don't like the Americanized Godzilla. I was wondering if they even saw them because if they Americanized them specifically for this market, did they ever come out in Japan? And if so, how long right. from the original release to when they came out? I mean, yeah. for even here, you couldn't get the Japanese versions of these movies until DVDs started coming out. You couldn't yeah. even see them. Really? You're right, George. I'm kind of thinking of like now, you can see anything that you want. So if you're a Godzilla fan in Japan, you're like, oh, the Americanized versions are on. That's cool. It's like seeing the colorized, you know, Wonderful Life or something. Or is that like a super crappy version? So they tend to really don't like the Americanized versions, mm-hmm. by and large. Okay. Yeah. Now, there, there was a project back in the 80s I found out about while doing some additional research, which really I was disappointed that they were trying to do a Godzilla in 3D, which in the 80s, come on, it would have been terrible and, and amazing at the same time, but they never made it. So mm-hmm. I was kind of bummed about that one. <laughs> so at that time, wouldn't it have been a 85? Would that still have been like the red blue 3D? Or did they have polarized? No, they had the polarized. They, they started. That's they? when the okay. polarized. They were, it wasn't very good. I mean, everyone left with a headache, but. 
Yeah, <laughs> I still leave with a headache at a 3D that film. That was right so. around the time of Captain EO at, yes. at Epcot. So. Ah, that's right, right yep. you are. Yep. Woohoo. Yep. yep. <laughs> so. That's also pine tar on a bass string, that noise that Michael Jackson makes. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact. Wow, we're learning all sorts of stuff here. <laughs> that's right. So I have to ask, so I know you guys aren't Godzilla like experts, but do you have a favorite Godzilla film? <sighs> or how about one that you remember specifically? <laughs> well... You know, I, I so I have probably seen part of a dozen Godzilla films, but I don't know one by name that I could tell you was the one that I particularly like. The most the most exposure to kaiju that I have really is through Ultraman that I mentioned because that yeah. was on in the afternoons for me. But, you know, whenever somebody asks me what's your favorite Godzilla film, the thing I want to say is the funny answer, which is a lot of fun, but it's kind of a joke, is the Godzilla versus Bambi short. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with that one? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> like, it rolls the credits and rolls the credits and you see Bambi and then a foot crushes yeah. and then the movie is over. <laughs> it's really not a Godzilla film, but I think the fact that it's a short like that speaks to how important Godzilla is as a pop cultural icon that you knew what was going to happen, but you sat through the credits and saw it anyway. So right. other than that, I mean, I couldn't tell you the name of one that I have really enjoyed, although I did like the most recent one is the one I've been most in- enjoying because it's that universe, as I said, yeah. that Marvel universe. Yeah, I, I kind of, in a way, with that new universe, it's like, I think there I kind of wish they did more movies before they hit this Godzilla versus King Kong thing, but you know, build up to it, build yeah. up to it, but that's okay. You know, it happens. So how about you, George? You got a favorite or you got one that's memorable to you? You know, I, I'm a little bit in the camp of John. I remember snippets and stuff from childhood of what I would see, you know, as we checked out in the public library. So nothing that I could point to as a direct movie title. Plus, like you said, we didn't really get to see a whole lot of it back mm-hmm. then when I would have formed those memories. I think I hate to use the new ones as my grounding for Godzilla, but that's kind of where I'm Mm -hmm. at. So I didn't like the first one as much. The first one kind of put me to sleep of these new films, Mm. but the second one I did enjoy quite a bit more. Yeah. I I think these new ones are pretty awesome. Actually, they just take it to the next level, right? They turned everything up to 11. So I no complaints about that. Now you promised that when I talked about Campbellzilla, that we would talk about some of like the Mothras and the, the turtles and things like that. So do you have a roster of those that we could talk about in the next segment? Do I have a roster? Do I have? Okay. <laughs> Do I have Again, a roster? Again, stupid question for a Godzilla super Yeah, it's fan. very stupid. Oh, yeah. Let's, we'll get into that next. <laughs> Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotus, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, right? And yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? (laughs) The Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Now, Godzilla! Godzilla! You can pretend Godzilla turns a mighty castle into a pile of sand. Go do it, Godzilla! You control Godzilla's ugly tongue. You can make him stomp, pound his tail, pretending he strikes it all in his way. You can launch Godzilla's claw for the final blow. We did it! What will Godzilla do next? It's up to you. 
Godzilla with a claw that launches some assembly required from the Shogun Warrior Collection by Mattel. Godzilla has a huge circle of, I guess, frenemies. I don't know what you want to call them, really. <laughs> frenemies. Monsters with benefits? Monsters no, with right. benefits. Wow. wow. <laughs> okay. Is there a porno Godzilla that we're about to talk that's about? A, that's a film you might not have seen. <laughs> Godzilla versus... I not seen that film. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to think about the... Anyway, let's not go ahead. Godzilla versus Trojan Man. Oh. <laughs> kind of like Superman, though. Like you said, you have to have an enemy as powerful as the hero, right? In order to make anything that's interesting. You have to believe that your hero can get knocked down right exactly right? so they went out of their way and some ways went way way out of their way to create some memorable and some really not so memorable creatures now before you start diving into them so i have to ask is godzilla a good guy or a bad guy <laughs> he's a force of nature yeah he's actually neither he's kind of neutral i mean he did yeah. become a hero in some of the godzilla movies he's kind of ambivalent is it so did they have to make bad guys so he could be the good guy sometimes or? yeah sometimes they did. i don't think okay. he gives a shit about humans so to us right it's neither way we're just he's ants. just in it for himself and exactly yeah. okay. like you know, unless we do something stupid like shoot a missile we're at him insignificant oh. <laughs> yeah we do something like that and then, then it's you like got oh, to get you the baby treatment Exactly. Yep. Okay. Like, oh, little ant, you just bit my toe. I'm crushing all your cousins right now. Ooh. And also, a lot of the, what they also use Godzilla movie as like a vehicle for some of these other creature movies that they were creating at the time. So they figure, oh, you know, we'll make mm-hmm. him go against Godzilla, and then he can have his own movie afterwards. Spin him or, off. Yeah, you know, sure. that kind of yep. thing. And again, it had some limited success. I'm sure you guys remember um, Ibira, right? The giant lobster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a giant lobster. It's a lobster. <laughs> giant lobster called Beer. Uh, Ibira. He? Ibira is that Japanese for I, red? Oh no, it was stupid. Like Red Lobster? Like, did he have a restaurant chain? Or <laughs> it actually had his own set of movies and stuff too. Baragon, which is like this four-legged horned dinosaur thing. Uh, Gigan, which is like a space reptile. And this is like my favorite name of super ones: Destroya. <laughs> Destroya. <laughs> he's from New York. <laughs> yeah, he's from he's from Brooklyn. Uh, he's a hip hop <laughs> recording artist. He has a platinum album out right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is Destroya? I got to know what that one is. Well, he was actually a colony of tiny microscopic creatures that could join together to form a giant monster. He was a nanite. He was a space was, nanite. Well, except it was monsters, actually organic. So not. He's a monster nanite. Voltron. It's just assemble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. That movie Destroya? was Destroya. Yeah. Destroy Ya. That's kind of lazy. That was the actual name. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really go that far for that one, did they? Manda, you know, it was a giant sea serpent. Manda. And one I remember because for some reason as a kid, it just freaked me out was one called Kamakuras, which was a giant praying mantis. Oh, well, those are creepy. Ooh, yeah. I think I kind of remember the image of that. Yeah. Like, did he have big giant bug eyes yeah. and antennas sticking out of his head? And for some reason, okay. that one freaked me out as a kid. Yeah. And I'm glad they only made one movie of it. <laughs> now, are these typically <laughs> also a guy in a suit or were these like, did they take a monster and like, you know, the old B movies where you just take oh there's yeah. there's a Gila monster in the foreground to make him look big or were these all guy in suit things <laughs> I think Destroyer was probably a bunch of little people in a bunch of little suits and they all guys climbed just, on top of each other like, just hanging on to one another <laughs> <laughs> well we saw what they did at the Olympics when China hosted it I mean they get a thousand people together to do some pretty awesome stuff <laughs> but were they guys in suits or what were they there is a mix some were suits some were puppets it, puppets it hold on depended. now mm. oh, Jesus. I need to know which ones are puppets okay that's not this podcast. Not this podcast. Wrong episode. Yeah, we're going to have a whole podcast on puppets, I'm sure, at some point. Oh, new topic idea. Nice. There you go. No. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> but yeah, they did a mix of stuff. I mean, they spent a lot of time building, like, you know, models of cities and all that mm-hmm. stuff to kind of make it look, you know, make them look big. Also, give them something to mm-hmm. destroy. 
Although some of the tanks and stuff definitely look like something you go to your hobby store and buy like a little plastic yeah. model. And I think I did better special effects as a kid when I used to throw lighter fluid in some of these things and you know set them on fire. But it was all practical effects, which are so much fun to look at in hindsight to see how how yeah. good or bad they are. Either way, it could still be entertaining to see those practicals. You know, it's neat. So one of my favorite monsters to get into the more serious one is uh, Angurius. Angurius was also called Gamera when they Americanized it. They changed the ah, name. because I know Gamera. Oh, yep. we've seen Gamera in our Use Your Words yeah. games that we play on our Discord yeah, channel. Yes, you did. Like the giant, giant turtle. turtle. Yeah. Yeah, thing, I know him. Right? Giant turtle yeah. that could has rockets that come out of his little leg things when he <laughs> yep. pulls his, his feet in. Kids are always in. screaming, Gamera, Gamera! And he's yep. always like, leave me alone. We type in quotes for <laughs> yep. him, like, leave, leave me alone, alone <laughs> you little shit. He's a classic. He was always my favorite just because I'm like, a giant freaking turtle that flies. I mean, come on, how awesome is that? <laughs> but everyone knows Mothra, of course. Yep. You've seen mm-hmm. it in the later yep. movies. Oh, yeah. But you also, yeah. in the movie, saw him as a caterpillar for or the number of movies. Then he turned into a moth at some point. Ah, he metamorphosized and He's one of the few that's always been a good guy, or a good lady. He's a good guy? Mothra always has been. So he's like, cares for humans. Humans. Is that uh, right? Is that, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's nice of him. Okay. But does he care for Godzilla? Like, is he Godzilla's buddy? Sometimes uh, he has fought Godzilla and teamed up with Godzilla. Depends on what Godzilla's mood is that day, right? <laughs> Did he have his coffee in the morning? Godzilla's out to hurt the ants. <laughs> Mothra's against him. But it's kind of funny seeing the fight. You see Mothra just basically all they had to do was collide with Godzilla. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging on a wire. Smack. Smack. Yeah. Smack. That's exactly what it looked like. It really did. And then King Ghidorah, everyone knows him from the last movie. He's the multi-headed. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's an awesome looking one. Yeah. That is a cool looking creature. You know, he's always been a bad guy because he's actually not even from Earth anymore. So, you know, he definitely does not belong what, anymore. Here. <laughs> now he's a space alien. He's an alien. Oh, yeah. Like, did he did he relocate? He said, well, there's too many people here on Earth. I've got to relocate to Mars now. What? No, no. He, he, found came better- from, he landed on Earth. And when he fought, it was like Godzilla and all the other monsters banded together and fought King Ghidorah. <laughs> he's the purple People eater the of the guy. Godzilla universe. Yes. <laughs> Rodan, another one of my favorites. The flying pterodactyl-like guy. You saw him in the last movie. Oh, oh, the big pterodactyl. Yeah. Yeah, with the flame. Yep. Uh, the, the flames is something they added recently, which I think is freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he looks so cool when they did him like that. Yeah, he needs some kind of biological weapon type of thing yeah. like that. If it's not going to be him crapping on people <laughs> from above, then flames out of the mouth makes sense. <laughs> And then there's always like, well, in Japan, it's called Manila, which is actually the son of Godzilla, which was, again, related to Millie Vanilli and Vanilla Ice, is it? (laughs) Getting to that serious, serious comic relief thing. (laughs) He'd look nothing like Godzilla. Matter of fact, it looked kind of creepy, quite honestly. (laughs) Why why is he supposed to look like Godzilla? Because he's son of Godzilla. He's supposed to be Godzilla's kid. Oh, it's Scrappy Doo. (laughs) That's the Scrappy Scrappy Doo you were talking about earlier. So they made a son of Godzilla (laughs) that didn't look like Godzilla? He was a smaller version. Well, mother was Mothra. It looked like almost like a person's face, to be quite honest. It, It was creepy. It was just scary. Mm. <laughs> Heart pass. I don't want to know how that genetic code happened. <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh, it is monsters with benefits. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Another one you you saw a little bit in the last movie was Kamanga, his giant spider dude. Yeah, you saw him at the king. You saw yeah. him a little bit him in the ice. Or uh, no, he just showed up. He was in that cave, right? Yeah. Oh, he, right, right, right. Oh, the cave. Okay. Yeah, he just sort of shows up, and he's another one that was just totally creepy to me. And he's called what? Kuk- Kukamonga? Kumanga. Kumanga. Yes, 
Kokomanga. Kokomanga. Giant spider. He was thing. on the island of Kokomo. Hey. With Tom Cruise. <laughs> All I know is if it's a giant spider, I'm, I'm out of there. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And one they haven't shown yet, which I'm a little disappointed, is, of course, Mecha Godzilla. I okay, mean, so what the hell is a Mecha Godzilla? Because every time I hear Mecha in Japanese, it's always a robot version. It is of- a robot. It's a robot Godzilla that we built to fight Godzilla. So we built a Godzilla. Yeah. Well, aliens did, but yeah. This is a long okay, story. Now there's aliens what? again. You can't it's just gloss over that. Story. You can't it's just gloss over story. it was aliens. Hold on. <laughs> aliens built us a robot Godzilla to fight Godzilla? It's sort of, kind of. Yeah. It, the, right. the, the plot's a little complex there. Well, after the one, you know, the multi-headed creature didn't do his job, they had to send the next <laughs> no. guy. But you saw Mecha Godzilla, well, in uh, Ready Player One. Mecha yeah. Godzilla, he was one of the robots was, they could drive. He was one of the robots. He? Right. Because yep. he was pretty badass. And of course, you can't talk about Godzilla's circle of friends unless you talk about King Kong. All right. So here, I'm going to ask a question because I've been waiting for you to get to that one then. Uh Uh-oh. So King Kong, as far as I know, is an American invention. It is, totally. I remember the old, you know, stop motion, play motion kind of films from back. Yep. So if King Kong is an American version, Godzilla is a Japanese invention. Mm -hmm. How do those two live in the same realm? Because the Japanese, they they wanted to keep their stuff so separate that they made specialized American versions of their films where they oh, stuck yeah. Raymond Burr in between a bunch of scenes. Mm-hmm. And King Kong was made by probably multiple different uh, film agencies or studios over the years. How do those two m- combine into the same thing? Oh, it's really the answer is very simple. Money. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> you know, in the 60s, they were looking as a way to kind of bring both audiences into a single movie. Mm. Toho teamed up with an American production company. They made two versions at the same time. They basically mm-hmm. made the American and the ah, Japanese version. Aha. It was money. Because yeah. they knew that King Kong was, he would sell here for sure. Right. Right. And everyone likes a us versus them story. Right. And that's what it kind of came down to. And they didn't decide to do the separate endings where in America, nope. King Kong wins and Japan, King Godzilla wins that would have been genius i would think because it actually comes up that you're not really sure who wins because the only thing is you see king kong swimming away and that's the end kind of so ambiguous. they decided to make it ambiguous yeah ambiguous mm-hmm. and that way gotcha. they both can continue on their own franchises and both sides can say they won like you said king kong swam away and ran and the other one could say you know he beat him up and swam away so who cares? and i love that they're both in the same universe now because i mean yeah effectively they are the same invention aren't they i mean king yeah. kong was he wasn't created out of a nuclear apocalypse or anything but they're both giant monsters that men mess with and the monster gets mad and messes with the city. It's really, it's kind of a similar invention. They're very to similar. put them together, it makes so much sense. And some of the premise, like the original King Kong, you think about it, was also kind of talking about exploitation of nature. Of natural and resources and nature. Natural yeah. resources. Yeah. Yeah. And how we have these undisturbed areas that we go in and mess up and mm-hmm. here's the price we pay for that, trying to bring you it get in. punched by a giant monkey. That's what you guess, yeah, right? <laughs> and if you're Faye Ray, you get to see the top of the Empire State Building. <laughs> but <laughs> the view from there is, I can see my house from here. It's great up there. <laughs> like I said, they both kind of started off with kind of like these higher lofty messages. Yeah. Kind of digressed to being action movies. It turned into awesome action popcorn movies. But they're pretty awesome. So I have another question for you guys here. Okay. All the monsters you've seen, even in the new movies, have you seen some of the new movies? Do you have a favorite monster other than Godzilla? George, I'll start with you. Good. I think I'm probably going to go with the little space creatures that form one giant monster. I don't know why. <laughs> I just want to see those creatures. I mean, obviously, they're not going to let you see the whole thing built up. You're just going to see the big ship. But I would love to see that done in a modern version because, you know, somebody's going to have CGI all <laughs> over that thing. Oh, right. That would yeah. be kind of cool. That yeah. would be cool. Mm-hmm. That's a good choice. Yeah. Hey, there you go. If they're listening, new idea for you guys. <laughs> 
How about you, John? You got anything? Uh, I mean, other than King Kong? <laughs> King Kong's have an easy answer. Yeah, well, we had to pick. It, it is. So I do have a better answer, actually. So, you know, the Mecha Godzilla was always fascinating to me. I didn't know the backstory until you just told me about space aliens <laughs> making him. But it was basically, it's the Pacific Rim story, isn't it? It's like, it's like yeah. you build robots right. to, fight to fight the organic totally monster is. before Pacific Rim ever happened. And so the Mecha Godzilla, anytime I ever saw that, I'm like, oh, cool. It wasn't so much the monster. I love the fact that, yeah, they have the rubber suit, but then they had to build a robot for a guy yeah. to be in to fight him and i just like the, the like the costume the special effects of the mecha godzilla i always thought that was really cool so i'm gonna go with mecha godzilla good choice good choice since you won't let me pick king kong <laughs> that's awesome before we get out of here the next section i think we're going to talk a little bit about pop culture we mentioned a little bit before but he just permeates everything for so long now and we'll get into that in a minute well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. The monster! The monster! We must stop Godzilla before he destroys the city. Oh! What could he want? Unless we find something to appease him. We're doomed! Since your Godzilla knowledge is pretty limited, apparently. Um, yeah, George. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that was okay. going to punch that's me okay. in the right nut, and then you're going to punch me in the left nut. How the hell is that possible? I'm just casting on you so nobody notices I also don't know anything about Godzilla. <laughs> is it working at all? But the thing is that you kind of have to see that Godzilla is, you can't not see him everywhere. I mean, in pop oh, culture. I mean, yeah. everywhere. I mean, there was yeah. comic books, and there's new anime coming out. And I remember seeing, like, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the cartoon that came out, the very Mm -hmm. first episode in it they have a poster of king Ghidorah in the background so can you guys think mm. of other things in pop culture where you've seen king kong or king kong like references uh bambi i saw that one john talked about yep. it earlier <laughs> that one does that count can i can i be off the hook if i remember that one <laughs> well I mean, so well anything with giant robots is kind of like mecha godzilla right so like yeah. your the transformers and things like they giant robots and they have they have monsters in them and so i'm sure that was influenced I mean, by i remember lunch boxes and things of that nature mm -hmm. when i was elementary middle school but I, I don't remember seeing him a lot in comic books i know he had them i just didn't see them yeah but they weren't i don't think they were super popular here but yeah. they definitely had them there wasn't there a baby godzilla saturday morning cartoon too yeah there was that i remember that was yes. a thing right? there was 
Absolutely. But he, he was little. He was like four foot tall. He was like super baby. Well, he was tall. He was like six feet. He was like big. But oh, he, 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 like he was bigger than, bigger than the people. Yeah, I think. And there was like an adult okay. in the group. Yeah, but not like, but not like a Mozilla not massive, size. But yeah. yeah. Remember in Lilo and Stitch when he's like, they had a scene where he's like pretending to be the monster going through like the little town he builds and destroys. <laughs> you kind of That's a typical town. thing. of you'll, yeah. Like in Rugrats, you see the kids stomping through Legos. Yeah. Right? Like he thinks I'm he's going to get in trouble now because I have never seen Lilo and Stitch. Oh, <gasps> that's cute. Yeah, that's all right. I won't shame you. It's not like you shame me for the Goonies. It's not that well, big because of a deal. that's the Goonies. <laughs> OK, <laughs> Lilo and Stitch is not the Goonies. I'm just saying. See, I gave you a chance for a little forgiveness and you just nope. swatted me down. Yeah. OK. <laughs> I know we talked about the Reddit Player One. I mean, that's also a very big. Yeah. OK. Godzilla Ready Player One. Sure. Yep. Yep. Do you know that Godzilla received the MTV Lifetime Achievement Award? Yes. I remember that now that you say that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He came up on stage and held the popcorn thing. Yep. He's the only not real person to get that reward. That's awesome. Pixar, Toy Story 2, you know, he had Rex and they always did a lot of comic stuff with him being a giant monster, like wrecking things without meaning to. Right. Accidentally knocking over with his tail. Yep. So it was like, more like over. an homage, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Garfield. That's one of your favorites, George. Garfield? Garfield get eaten by Godzilla when I went looking? What happened? There's a car- whole comic strip where he was on a talking scale and said that, you know, Garfield is fat and Godzilla is big bones. Oh, wow. You had to really dig for that one. That's a deep cut. <laughs> That's <laughs> a deep, deep cut, cut yeah, isn't it? But I saw Garfield. I thought you, George. I yep. don't know why. Yep. You know, the Blue Oyster Cult actually had a song called Godzilla. Not a great huh. song, but they did do it. Okay. <laughs> What's it about? King Kong? I don't know. Hey, Godzilla. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought it was like a metaphor or something. No, it was just about Godzilla. <laughs> no, no, not, okay. not metaphorical at all. Huh. Um, all right. But also just think about how many times like you heard people add Zilla to a word. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that means it's the best, the most powerful, right. the pinnacle, the giant version, right? Yeah. Do you want a sandwich? This is Sandwich Zilla. Zilla. <laughs> exactly. You know, four layers and it's all different kinds of meat and cheese, right? It's, it just means it's the biggest and best because Godzilla's the king, right? The Zilla exactly. means king now, right? You add Zilla to the end of it. And plus, let's talk about all the different toys, video games. I mean, it's it's everywhere. And also, you know, movies we talk about like Pacific Rim and all these things, you know, they definitely owe their lineage at some point to Godzilla. Yeah, that makes sense. So before we get out of this segment and end this amazing podcast show that we just did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a subjective term, but yes, I'll give it to you. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm it's go not it. self-serving at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But I am going to throw just the last question at you guys. All right. Okay. So all, of right. all these different pop culture, I mean, there's just tons and tons and tons. Of, do you guys have a memorable or favorite pop culture reference which Godzilla was used? <laughs> oh, I So do. let's start with you, George. Yeah, no, absolutely. My favorite is Rush Hour 2. I love those movies. The Rush Hour movies were so much fun. There's a part where Carter has a partner played by Jackie Chan, Lee, Mm -hmm. the detective from Japan. And they're arguing about which one of their races stays the most cool under pressure. And Carter's like, black people are cool under pressure. I've been seeing Japanese people. When Godzilla comes, y'all be tripping. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. It's so terrible, but yeah. It's an awful thing, but it just, oh, it cracked me up. Yeah, it is terrible. Oh, and just the look on his face on Lee's face when he says that he's like, like what? What are you he's just, first about? off, it's Japanese, not Chinese, but okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so wrong on so many levels. That's great. All right, John, how about you? You know, I I think rather than a specific instance that George is hilarious, that was a great reference. I, I think I like how so many things base the big bad on Godzilla, and the one that comes to mind the most is Bowser in the entire Mario franchise. Is a Effectively, a Godzilla. Huh. 
Oh yeah. He's 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 a, he's a monster. I didn't really think about that. He's kind of a yeah. lizard. He roars. He breathes fire. I mean, all the things you think of Godzilla. He's basically a little Godzilla who's become a tyrant. The antagonist <laughs> for an entire <laughs> franchise of video games. I think it's interesting that John picked him as the Godzilla reference because he's a bad guy, and John likes King Kong way more than he does Godzilla. <laughs> and Donkey Kong is clearly the King Kong reference, right? I mean, it's, they draw on all those tropes. Yeah, they definitely do. But invariably, yeah, Bowser loses out as the good guys, including King Kong. But it's because they drew on all those same pop culture references, and King Kong was one of them, and Godzilla was another one that they drew on. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Hey, this was fun for me, at least. I don't <laughs> sure. know you guys, but I had a blast. <laughs> I mean, I learned some stuff, which when we do too. these podcasts, oftentimes I'll learn something from one of the two of you. And Mo, you're obviously a huge authority on Godzilla. So mm-hmm. I appreciate knowing about <laughs> yep. the Japanese films. I'm probably now going to go try and grab a few of them. I don't know if I'll be able to slog through 32 films, but... <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, I can't watch all, like, a film like this in its entirety. I skip ahead skip through, often. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, to be honest. Just get to the Godzilla part, please. I want to see the Godzilla part. That's all I want to <laughs> Yeah. I want to see the fighting monsters, because that's really the part I... I mean, as a kid, that's the part I enjoyed. No one takes as many pictures as the Japanese, even of the most everyday events. And the film millions of them use, we call Konica, in 35, 110, and disc. Konica film has a unique formula that improves its sharpness and color. Best of all, now it's available here. And not a moment too soon. If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know. So if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show. So hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. I've got to say, this has been one monster of a backtrack, but we have reached it. Sorry, I had to. I had to. I'd use the monster. But it's come to an end now. I really had a great time. George is right. I learned a lot about Godzilla and the history of him. I appreciate all your knowledge. Thanks for the Godzilla mind meld, Mo. It's been very informative. Oh, absolutely. Any time. <laughs> Any time. No, this is enough. This is plenty. We're <laughs> we always go back to Dewey Decimal System if we have to. Before we leave, I always like to take just a moment here at the end to express our gratitude to our financial support supporters, whether you be over on Patreon or you be uh, one of our members on YouTube. And I'm talking about you guys. Greg Z, Travis, Jonathan H, Slow-Mo, Dance, Jew Monkey, Greg L, Ben, Jason, Mike C, Chris, Shelby, Uno, Clay, Davis, Marcus, Levi, Lee, Butterspider, Chad, Arlem, Mark, Sean, Dana, David, Agile, Matt, Misso, Aaron, Chet, Tony, Blasseter, Stasher, Chewbacca, Titus, Thomas, and new on Patreon since Whoa. we last spoke, Tony has joined us. What a great guy. He's been spending awesome. a lot of time with us in Discord, playing some games. Great addition Thanks, to our community Tony. over wow, there. That's awesome. awesome. Thanks for joining us. And over on the uh, YouTube side, we have a T2, Mike C, Pale Blue, Blasting, and Stash, and Marcus Chewbacca, Mike M, Doc. Mike B. Misso, and new since we last spoke, Aaron joined us wow. as a YouTube member. Thank you, Aaron. So, so grateful for all your support, keeping the gas in the tank, helping support what we do here on the podcast over on YouTube and the website. And if you would like to join this amazing roster of human beings, Mo, tell the fourth listener how they can go about getting that done. Well, now it's even easier because we have two ways that you can mm-hmm. help us out yep. here. One is through Patreon, which you go to genxgrownup.com slash Patreon. And from there, we have multiple levels that you could join us at of uh, the 
the higher levels, you get a bunch of swag. We have some behind the scenes stuff and a lot of extra material to share with you. Or you could click join on any one of our YouTube videos and join right through YouTube, which is also super, super easy. It helps us a little each month. And let me tell you, every time somebody is willing to give even a little bit, it just really gives us so much energy to keep going and keep producing our content. Well said, the very reason that we keep doing what we are doing. That is going to wrap it up for this amazing Godzilla backtrack. Again, Mo, thank you so much. We will be back in two weeks with another backtrack, but next week with a regular edition of our show. Until then, I am John. George, thank you so much for being here. Yes, sir. Mo, thanks for your expertise. Oh, anytime. <laughs> Fourth listener, it's you. We appreciate most of all, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Unacceptable for grown-ups. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. There, I spelled this wrong, but I'll just... Uh, there, it's done. Okay. There okay. Go. Yep, that works. Cool. Unintentionally. Yeah, whatever I typed. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> Did you see the other day where we were talking about Infocom yeah. and I said, suspended. And Butter Spider's like, what did I do? <laughs> like, no, 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 that's no, the name no, of the no. game. That's the name of the game. <laughs> and, and invariably, King Kong uh, is the loser. Invariably, wow. Donkey Kong oh, oh, wins oh, out. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. And you enjoy your blooper. Enjoy your blooper. <laughs> yes, I did say King that's Kong right. loses. Okay. Now I'm going to well, say it again we'll the right out. way for the real show. <laughs> oh man you've got questions we've got answers business leadership ownership and sales can be challenging tune into the accelerate your business growth podcast to learn from the world's experts join me your host diane helbig as i chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.